There are many shared symptoms between COVID-19 and the flu. However, the severity of symptoms and infections may differ. And getting a flu shot is extremely important this year in order to alleviate the burden on our healthcare systems as we navigate the possibility of two viral pandemics this winter. So here to discuss key similarities and differences between COVID-19 and the flu and their impact on kids, as well as how to navigate testing and the unknowns of this possible possible twindemic is Dr. Nick Highsmith, the Medical Director of Infection Prevention at La Bonner Children's Hospital. This is the Peds Pod by La Bonner Children's Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Highsmith, thank you so much for your time. It is great to talk with you on this very important topic. So first off, what are the symptoms of COVID-19 and what are the symptoms of the flu? And can you talk about the symptoms that both viruses share? Sure. Thanks for having me. This is a really important discussion to have this time of the year. So we know that there are many symptoms that are shared. So many symptoms that influenza and COVID-19 have in common. These are fever, cough, shortness of breath, muscle aches, body aches, fatigue, and fever. So those are the symptoms that both of them share. We do know that there are some unique symptoms to COVID-19, such as loss of taste and smell. We also know that there are some symptoms, such as vomiting and diarrhea, that both of the viruses share, but are more common in young children than they are in adults. Right. So then what symptoms are different between the two? So the biggest one is going to be that loss of taste and smell. So if you have loss of taste and smell, then that is very characteristic for COVID-19. And that's really the biggest one that we're able to tease out between the two of those. Okay. So that's really important to know. So the similarities are fever, cough, fatigue. What is not similar between the two is loss of taste and smell. So that's really important to know. How about the severity of symptoms? Are there differences there? Yeah, so we know each year we've had a lot of experience with influenza, and we know each year that kids can have a really severe illness that puts them into the hospital or the intensive care unit, and adults can have really severe illness that puts them into the hospital with critical illness. We've seen that for years. What we're seeing with COVID-19 is a little bit different. So we're seeing more severe illness in our elderly population and those individuals that have a lot of other medical conditions, and we're not seeing so much critical illness in our young population. So those relatively healthy individuals less than 18 years of age. So I think that's the big thing. The big difference in severity is the overwhelming, more severe illness that we're seeing in our elderly that has many other health conditions. Right. So the biggest differences in symptoms are between adults and children. Yes, that is true. Okay. And then when do symptoms typically appear after exposure and infection? For both COVID-19 and influenza, one or more days can pass between someone actually coming in contact with the virus and beginning to develop symptoms. However, with COVID-19, those symptoms usually take longer. So they can happen quickly, but for the most part, they happen longer between days four and five after infection is when we will see symptoms of COVID-19. But we can see symptoms as late as day 14. Whereas with influenza, pretty much two or three or four days after you've been exposed to it, you will start to have symptoms. So just to sort of summarize, I think the biggest difference is that with COVID-19, you can not develop symptoms for up to 14 days. Whereas with influenza, you almost always will develop symptoms within three or four days. 
So a lot quicker when it comes to the flu. And with the flu, you can't necessarily be asymptomatic. If you have the flu, you have the flu. You have symptoms where with COVID-19, you can have it and not have any symptoms or even really mild symptoms. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. And a big difference between them as well. Mm -hmm. So then who should get a test? When should they get tested and should they be tested for both? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think that anytime you have any of the symptoms that are common to both of them or the loss of taste and smell, which is unique to COVID-19, you should be tested. So essentially with any symptoms of a cold or respiratory infection, you should get tested for both COVID-19 and influenza. It's really important as we are still trying to control this pandemic to identify the cases of COVID-19 early. We are urging anyone with any symptoms to get tested. And as we're in the influenza season, getting tested for both of them is what I would recommend. Wow, that is interesting. So then can you have COVID and flu at the same time? Is that likely? I think that that's probably pretty unlikely. I think there's a lot more that we need to understand about COVID-19 before we're going to know those sorts of details. We know that the influenza season has been relatively mild in other parts of the world this year, so that's not given us a bunch of data on that subject. But I think that for all we know right now, it is possible to have both of them at the same time. We just don't have enough data to definitively answer that question. Wow, that would be tough. COVID and the flu at the same time. So you just mentioned it seems like the flu season is not as severe in other places. Do you think it'll be that same way here this year? Yeah, I think that we will not have a very severe flu season. We know the Southern Hemisphere, who has their influenza season before we do here in the Northern Hemisphere, that their influenza season was relatively mild. So I suspect that will be the case for us. I think that all of the measures that we've put in place to combat the pandemic, such as masking and social distancing, are also having a pretty large effect on our other viruses, such as influenza. So I suspect that our influenza season will be relatively mild. So even with a mild flu season, it's still important for people to get a flu shot. Is that correct? So if you could explain to us, why is it important that we get a flu shot? It's really important to get a flu shot this year. Like I said, I think that we will have a mild season. When I say mild, that doesn't mean that there won't be any influenza circulating around in our communities. So it's very important that everyone get their flu vaccine. We know that COVID-19 is putting a real strain on our healthcare resources. So if we can stop any of those illnesses that will take more of our healthcare resources, then that is important. And I think that with the relatively small amount of influenza that's going to be going around in our communities, adding that extra layer of vaccination in there will drastically reduce any influenza illnesses that we have this year. So it's very important to get your flu shot, even though that the season looks like it's going to be mild, we still will have some influenza around. So earlier you said that typically adults have more severe symptoms than children. When it comes to children, they seem to have less severe reactions to the novel coronavirus. Is that the same for the flu virus? No. So I think in general, we know that children are less likely to have severe illness from, from viruses in general. However, we know that influenza in the past has caused severe illness in some of our very young children, less than five, for example, and many individuals, many children do end up in the critical care areas of our hospital each year from influenza. So I think that it's still a very 
deadly virus, influenza, and I think that every precaution should be taken this year as well. So if you've had a flu shot, does that mean you wouldn't need to be tested for the flu if you got symptoms that could be either the flu or COVID? No, you need to still be tested for both. So each year we know that there are some cases where individuals will get influenza even though they've had the vaccination. So the vaccination is effective in the majority of the population, but for some reason every year we have some individuals who receive it who do not develop protection against influenza. So even though you've had the vaccine, it's still very important to be tested for influenza as well as COVID-19. All right. So if you had COVID earlier this year, could you get it again, or is it most likely the flu or other respiratory illness? Yeah, that's a million-dollar question. We know that from preliminary data, because we've only had COVID-19 around since the end of February, March in the United States, I think it's important to know that we don't have all the answers to that yet. What it looks like right now is that if you've had COVID-19, you are protected from another COVID-19 infection for at least three months. We don't really know any data past that three months because we haven't had the studies and the time to really delve into that. So I think that if you have respiratory symptoms and you've had COVID before, it's still important that you be tested for influenza and you be tested for COVID-19. And then you discuss with your primary care provider about how long ago you had COVID-19 and sort of discuss the results in light of information. So as the saying goes, prevention is the best medicine. So what advice do you have for someone looking to make it through respiratory season without contracting either virus? How do we stay healthy and safe? I think the social distancing, the mask wearing, and the avoiding large groups of people, all the measures we put in place to combat the COVID-19 pandemic are going to be huge for staying healthy this winter. I think that we'll see vaccines for influenza that we've had for years, I think getting that vaccination. And then I think hopefully after the first of the year, we're going to see the COVID-19 vaccine be available to the general public. So I think vaccination, social distancing, mask wearing and hand washing are going to be the huge factors that prevent illness this winter. And it's important that we stay vigilant with that, right? Even though the vaccine is here and being rolled out, we still need to pay attention to those important things you just mentioned, hand washing, social distancing, and mask wearing until we're all the way through this. Is that right? Yes, that's definitely true. So we know that we'll still be wearing masks for several months after vaccines are rolled out, even to everyone. We know that there are many parts to combating this illness. So vaccine is just part of that. So continuing the hand washing, social distancing, and mask wearing for now will be very important. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Highsmith, this has really been informative on a really important topic. So thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. That's Dr. Nick Highsmith, and to learn more, please visit labonner.org slash coronavirus. And be sure to subscribe to the Peds Pod and Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also check out labonner.org slash podcast to view our full podcast library. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels. This is the Peds Pod by Labonner Children's Hospital. Thanks for listening. <music>